1: And, of course, joining in for the fun and frivolity of it all. I was going to say, the, yeah. this is a garden party, garden baby. party. Yeah. yeah. You got it, Frank no Proctor. fooling the around. The sous chef of the garden.
2: Or the under, 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 under undergard- undergardener, <laughs> as I prefer. That's, that's
1: right, yeah. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas in advance to one and
2: all. Uh, yes, indeed. How, How many that? more big sleeps? Two more big sleeps? True. Tonight Boo. and tomorrow? Yeah. Well, yeah. we're actually doing Christmas dinner at my brother's place tomorrow night. Oh, yeah? So it'll be the family. The fam family gets together right. for... Yeah. The big turkey. I've got the stuffing in my car, which I'm going to deliver to my brothers this <laughs> afternoon because yeah. they don't know nothing about making stuffing. So well, I'll be delivering that this afternoon. Oh, that's
1: good. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to do uh, just a small family uh, gathering on uh, on the 25th itself, just with um, Shirley and myself and her daughter and uh, son in law mm-hmm. and sister uh, her sister. And oh, nice. then on the 30th, because of holiday shifts and all that all stuff, right. uh, Kelly your was, family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my my oldest son, who's a copy, is on Duty. different shifts. Yeah. So the first we could get him free was December. Uh-huh. <laughs> we set him wow. So he, next Saturday. We, we un- unlocked him out of the cell there <laughs> um, on December 30th. So he and his family and then and, uh, Toby and, and their family uh coming up and uh, going to have a oh, ball. Oh, wow. And having that a good be time. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah,
2: yeah. You know what? That's probably just as well because driving this weekend does not look to be super pleasurable. And considering that you're out in the middle of nowhere in the woods. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, no, that's right. Just getting down that multi-kilometer <laughs> backwoods trail <laughs> to your cabin is it probably a bit intimidating when snow is falling all around. But it's beautiful. But you know what? It's so nice to
1: have snow. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we're looking at the forecast just before hitting the airwaves yeah. here that uh, we're looking at about five centimeters uh, on Christmas Eve.
2: Well, and it's going to snow today as well. Oh, so we've got great, yeah. snow today and snow tomorrow. And so it's not just a white Christmas, but it's fresh snow. Yeah. So it's that beautiful
1: Dirty old brown slush. Exactly, flush. we're particularly talking. Particularly if you're Christmas in the city. card,
2: yeah. Christmas, yeah. and at your yeah. place, like double Christmas card oh. because it's so beautiful with yeah, all the yeah. trees and the pond and. Birds and, Absolutely great. I, I might just come up, actually. Well, yeah.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. Bring booze. I mean, uh, bring, <laughs> your, bring
2: a happy face. Bring your sleeping bag. You might <laughs> yeah, be staying for
1: a while. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a – I think the uh, watchword uh, for this time of year, to me anyway, is family and friends. Just, you know, the presence, oh, sure, that's fine, but – don't don't go crazy because mm. you're going to oh, regret it at the end of January right. and the, yeah, those no bills same. start coming in, uh, but make sure you, you get together with your uh, your good friends and mm. family, even mm-hmm. if it's a phone call, you know? True. Thinking about yeah, people reaching who, out, yeah. particularly those who have maybe just lost a family member, mm-hmm. whether it be a spouse or a member of the family, tough time of year to yeah. be going through because everybody's yeah. gathering together, mm. and we've got to kind of remember that, geez, I should remember Aunt Harriet who's just lost Uncle Bill. That's right, yeah. So give her a call. Yeah. Yeah. you know just connect with people
2: anyway nice nice thought
1: well there you are now our show here yes Charlie is a master gardener, and any questions you might have...
2: And I know we're all thinking about gardening right now. Oh, this is, like, top of mind, I, for I jumped sure. out of bed
1: this morning and said, Now, darn, what about my begonias?
2: No, you, know? you said, I wonder if I should water my fake no. houseplants. I,
1: I wonder, are we going to get any calls this morning? Uh, you know, well, you know, people I People are so
2: busy. Josephine, one Was of our regular here. callers, she did give a call, and she just said, Big Merry Christmas and Happy oh, New Year. Oh, I see, Year. a little note here, to yeah. Sebastian and you and I, and, of course... To you as well, Josephine. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. I could have said that on air, but she probably thought no point sitting around on hold listening to us chitter chatter. <laughs> so <laughs> for good. sure, we're happy to talk gardening. Send in, you know, sort of speak out those questions. But you know what? You might have some really cool tips as well. Yeah, I love yeah. love hearing some of the tips. So absolutely. So okay, go for it. All and right. In the meantime, yeah, let's uh well did we give the numbers?
1: Oh gosh, you know there there you go. My job that I didn't even do. <laughs>
2: That's Thank
1: why you, Charlie. you're the under
2: under yeah. under gardener.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And in Toronto, call this number to reach Charlie here at the garden show. 416 416- 360 0740, and then anywhere else in the province, toll free. Wonderful to hear from uh, Rick up there in White River. 1 866 740 4740. And uh, the little rules still apply if you're a first time caller. By all means, uh, let Sebastian know, and uh, you're going to be welcome to the air with that little bell. Guard and wings. And uh, yeah, um, our, our mantra is call early, call often. One question <laughs> per call. Okay? All right. Back in moments here on The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin on Zoomer Radio.
3: Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet
0: williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And as the sous chef of the garden, it's my pleasure to say and
1: ring a bell here.
2: Yeah. Welcome,
1: first-time caller, Anne in Hagersville. How are you this
2: morning?
4: Good morning. Good Good morning. 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 I'm calling to find out
5: uh, if I can force these bulbs. I didn't get them planted,
2: I knew you were going to say that.
5: <laughs> Just <laughs> okay, found a bag of bulbs. <laughs> two packages of ten bulbs, and it says they're blue Spanish bluebell. And I've never done this, so I don't know how to do it.
2: Mm. Okay, so you'll need some potting soil. Okay, because you're going to pot them up. Right. Okay, so you've got 20 little bulbs there. You could, i probably do two pots, two six-inch pots. You should should hopefully be able to fit 10 into each pot because they're not very large bulbs, right? Right. Uh, So potting soil moistened into the pots. Then the bulbs go on top of the soil so their little noses are just poking out of the surface of the soil. Okay, And you, you cram the bulbs in tight. In the okay. real garden, we never have our bulbs touch when we plant them. But in pots, it's, a, it's not a problem if they're touching. So you're going to you know fill that, that whole container with the bulbs. They're, like I said, they're little pointy noses just sticking out of the surface of the soil. Thorough watering. Make sure that you know, they've been saturated, but they're not sitting in water. So let them drain well. Then what I do is I'll usually bag them into a dark colored plastic bag you know it could be a green garbage bag whatever but just dark uh, and then they go into refrigerator temperatures okay so if you have a root cellar then then and it's dark then you see in my case I don't so my my force bulbs go in my fridge and because every time the fridge opens the light comes on I have to put them in a dark bag because you don't want them to get light but you do want them to get cool Right. Okay. And just mark on the calendar 12 weeks from the day you put them into cold, the cool dark. Uh, you're going to take them out of the cool dark, open up your bag, and sure enough, all kinds of roots will have grown in that process, and they will just starting to be poke, poking through, should be just poking through the bulb. You'll get them into some sunshine, into some warmth, and they'll grow. Sounds good. Yeah. That's great. It's going to be gorgeous. Let oh. us know how it turns out. Yeah. And
1: before you go away, uh, I'd like you to be the weather. Uh, uh, correspondent, I guess, for Hagersville. Is it <laughs> nice there? Well, I'm outside
5: there? of Hagersville, and I'm looking down towards uh, Lake Erie. I'm about five miles away from the lake, uh-huh. and I can barely see the trees in the distance.
2: Is but- it fog or snow? snow. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I was just hearing it's, about serious fog down Sarnia way. So yeah.
5: we weird. had that earlier, and then it kind of lifted, and then the snow
2: started again. Oh, there you well, go. Well, you're in for a white Christmas. It seems. Yeah, eh? good for singing songs. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> thank
1: you, Anne. Okay. And
2: thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining Calling. us.
1: First time caller from yeah, Hagersville. Don't uh, be a how stranger. About that? Uh, is Zoomer Radio AM seven forty as we're broadcasting uh, live and direct from the Zoomerplex we in are. Liberty Village, heading out to waiting for the snow now, here. We should get a, a report on Actually, Brantford. Look, hmm? I think
2: it is starting to snow. Is it? Well, we're bit? due. It's supposed to start like yeah. any minute. All
1: right. Well, keep an eye on that out the window mm. here, uh, Brantford. <laughs> what's the weather there, Ellen? Good morning.
2: <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. We've got
5: snow here too. There's your weather report. Okay. <laughs> okay
2: that's good. Good, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> we're tracking.
5: I, yeah. <laughs> um, now, I was just wondering, last summer, uh, Charlie was telling how to prune lilacs. I have a fence, um, nice tall lilacs. They're probably about 30 feet tall, but mm. I inherited it, and they're getting very strangly, and mm. I don't know how to get them to thicken out. Mm. Getting leggy, right? Yeah. And I thought I I understood that you're supposed to take out the young ones, but I'm not really
2: sure. Never take out the young ones. You take out the old ones. That's oh, okay. the challenge. So here's the, here's going to be your decision. If you're prepared to, you know, it, it, it's a big hedge. It's 30 feet tall. You probably need some help with this because it's not, you can't just do this alone in a couple of hours. It'll take, you know, a crew of people a couple of hours. <clears throat> what you would do is early in the spring when the ground has thawed, but it's still early. Nothing is greened up yet. Lilacs are, have not flowered. You could go in there or take your crew in there with some saws and you can go and take out particularly the oldest, thickest, largest branches, stems from ground level. Uh, okay. So so that's going to be quite a deal. That's going to be bringing so down...
1: Letting more air in there and sunlight. And
2: all those 30-footers yeah. are going to come down. But you're going to do it carefully enough that the, the smaller stuff that's there, you're going to try and not damage. You're going to try and allow that to live through this process. As the days continue into spring, um, the the rush of growth, because there's great root system on these plants, right? They're, they've been there for a long time. All right. that... Rush of growth is going to go into what is there, what's the limited growth that you've left, and you'll find it will grow very thick, very bushy, lots of new growth will come from the base, and you'll have a very nice, reasonably sized, green, bushy um, situation. You won't have a ton of flowers, but you still should have a few. Yes. The other option okay. is you wait until after the plants have flowered. So that would be not early spring, but more mid to late spring. So you're going to get right. your lilac flowers, but of course they're 30 feet high. <clears throat> so you're not really getting a lot of benefit from those flowers. So my first option would be the one I just gave you. Second option yeah. is wait until after flowering. You, you w- won't want to be quite as extreme with your pruning. You w- will take out roughly a third of the biggest, tallest stems. You can't take them all out if you wait that long. Early in the spring, you can take out all the big stuff, but later in spring, late spring, a third at the most. Okay.
5: Okay. Yeah, I think I would go with your first one. Would an arborist know this if I was to call someone like that to do it, or would I get a different... Um, professional to do that if I wasn't doing
2: it myself. Well, a certified arborist would know that, um, but somebody who calls himself an arborist might not. So, you know, you can always remember this show is podcast and it's always kept in the archives here on the AM740 website. So if you have a computer, uh, just, you know, mark the date, today's date that this show, you'll just want to go back to it. And if you're interviewing different people to do the work, see what their recommendation is. And then you've got this, you can refer to let them listen to this if you like. But um, uh, I'm a pretty yeah. big fan of making sure you've got the right person Landscape for the right Ontario job. Landscape
1: Ontario be a good place to head <laughs> to get uh, true. Uh, or, or Davies. Uh,
2: well, Davy Tree yeah. is is obviously certified arborist, so yeah. you can always bring one of those people in just for a quote, if nothing else. Yeah,
1: it doesn't cost you anything to
2: do no, that. No, that's right. Yeah. And then...
5: Liz. They're on a bank, which makes it a little difficult to uh, get up because yeah. if you put, a, you know, they're growing up, up a bank along mm-hmm. a fence. So right. it's a little bit of a difficult, and I don't get a lot of flowers lately, so that no. might be because of the... The,
2: the way they're growing. That's right. Uh, the, the, they need to be invigorated, rejuvenated, and that's what this pruning would be mm-hmm. all about. And you'll find you get lots of flowers. Of course, you may need to do some soil amending because the plants have yeah. been there for a long time. <clears throat> there may be very little nutrient left in the soil. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, Davy Tree, for a quote, and as Frank says, Landscape Ontario's website Uh, Just go, you just choose where you live, put in your postal code, put in what you're looking for, and it'll come back and tell you who, what professionals are servicing your area for what you're looking for. So that's an idea as well to see if you can perhaps uh, get a couple quotes and then decide what you want to do.
1: So there's your job for springtime to give us a call back to let us know how's it going. (laughs) That's right. And you've got a
2: few months to work it out. That's the good part. So your timing is perfect. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Great. Thank Merry you Christmas, very, very Merry Christmas. Very good. Thank Merry you. Merry
5: Christmas to you, too.
1: Thank Alrighty. you. All right. Uh, our time is 924, and uh, when we come back, I'm going to go back to when I was 17 years of age and just starting my first job in radio at CFCO in Chatham, mm. Ontario. Oh, yes. Yeah. And we're going to talk to Jean, who and see she remembers from, yeah, you on air that's right <laughs> yeah i don't think so you anyway back in back in moments here on zoomer radio the garden show
0: don't change stations just because the weather changes garden tips and advice all year round this is the garden show with charlie dobbin exclusively on zoomer radio
1: uh, let me just give those phone numbers one more time here before we chat with Jean. 416 360 in the Toronto area. And anywhere in the province, toll 3 one 740 4740 Now off to Chatham. And there's Jean. Good morning, Jean.
6: Good morning. Good morning. we in Chatham. I was in Hamilton.
1: Oh, is that right?
2: We that CH- went-
6: CHML?
2: Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I used to do a garden show on CHML. Holy cow! Yeah, no, but no, not when Frank was seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> frankly, I wasn't born when Frank was seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> this is and yes, unfortunately, it's snowing too. Snowing
6: here also. A uh, very heavy snow. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. getting the dump. Okay.
2: Well, let's hope there's no freezing rain or that everybody's just staying home in the chat. No, room.
6: we're heading to London on Monday. Oh, are you? Oh, oh okay. well, take your snowshoes. Not too far. The old banana
1: belt. <laughs> yeah, London. You, you got it, my hometown. Yeah. yeah. So, what's on your mind, Gene?
6: Um, I have an amaryllis bulb that I had outside all last uh, summer, mm-hmm. and then I brought it in and put it in a box down in the basement and kept it in the dark. Mm-hmm. And it's doing nothing now. It was a beautiful large uh, amaryllis plant, and it's uh, it the bulb is green on the outside.
2: And you um, left it you left it in the pot the whole time, right? Yes. Yeah, and so it was in the box from what, like September, October, November.
6: Uh, the, from September, mid-September.
2: till, And so it's still in the box?
6: No, it's out now. No, I I got it out a couple of
2: weeks ago. Okay, so, so it was in the box mid-September till early December? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so two and a half months. All right, so you brought it out now. You've got it like in the living room or somewhere sunny and warm. Yeah. Did you mm-hmm. water it once? Pardon? Did you water it at all? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I even fertilized it. Okay, so don't keep watering it, because it's obviously, if it's not growing, it's not using the water. Oh, okay. Right? So if uh-huh. you felt the soil right now, I think you'd find that it's still quite damp. So that's the trick with them, or with any bulbs. We do water them just to get them going, but until they get going, we don't want to keep adding water, because they they will ultimately rot. The the bulb will rot if it's kept wet all the time, or moist all the, all the time. So... Okay. Um, <clears throat> It's been a couple of weeks. I, would, I wouldn't I would panic. I would just, you know, just let it be. Just keep it in that warm, sunny spot. At some point, something's going to start poking through, but do not water until you see something start to grow. Oh, okay. okay. And if you feel the bulb right now, it feels firm, right? It's yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, because you don't want the bulb to feel soft and squishy. So you want that? Uh, and
6: should I have taken it out and replanted it?
2: No, 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 it's fine. Oh, Leaving okay. it in the same... It likes to be pot bound. So, no, what you've done is fine. But, yeah, no more fertilizer and no more water until you start to see something grow. And if you, Okay. Lettuce, yeah. And I mean, the other one has just got all leaves... I know. that's That's uh, been my experience. That's, that happens every time for me. Lots but they're of
6: They're nice, green, pretty leaves. So. Yeah. And you can,
2: again, put them out for the summer and make them even greener and bushier. And and some people I know don't even force an amaryllis into dormancy. They just keep it as a houseplant. Allow it to be green. Mm-hmm. Keep it in the warmth. Keep it in the sun. Water as necessary. And the amaryllis will bloom very sporadically when you least expect it. <laughs> It'll shoot up a flower. It won't necessarily be Christmas it's time. kind of neat. Huh? But it yeah. will shoot up a flower, and it, it is kind of a way to to just say, okay, forget it. I'm not going to play the, the dormant, w- awake, asleep, what do I do, what do I do game. Just keep it awake all the time.
6: Oh, I might try that. it's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay.
2: Hey, thanks for joining okay. us, Jean. Well,
6: thank yeah. you very much, and have a wonderful Christmas. Thank,
2: well, thank you. You, you too. Much. And safe drive tomorrow, or Christmas Day. Yeah, off to London. Well, that's but yeah. like you said, banana belt, well, snow belt, yeah. man. That, oh, that's yeah, like, know. woo.
1: We, we jokingly would call it because you get the winds and the snow off Lake Huron. I know, it's it just ripping guaranteed.
2: There. If, if we're getting two centimeters, they're getting 20. <laughs>
1: that's right, yeah. Hey, look at here now. Let uh, me get my uh, bell ringing arm in shape, oh, good okay?
2: Good stuff.
1: There we are. That's Very for festive. Mario in Woodbridge, first time caller. Hey, Mario, uh, welcome to the show and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Frank. It's a great show. Listen all the time. First time caller, as you mentioned. Yes, welcome. Quick,
3: quick question for you, though. Um, I have a beautiful Japanese maple um,
1: on my front lawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about, uh, I would say, about nine, ten years old. Had an awesome, beautiful season. Uh, it's one of the blood-good Japanese mm-hmm. maples. However, little surprise this year, the leaves
2: mm-hmm. have never fallen off. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Did you? none of the Japanese ma- yeah, none of the Japanese maples dropped their leaves this fall, none of them, I haven't seen one oh. yet that defoliated. Huh. Wow. And is there any reason why that's happening? Because I know in the previous years, they've always lost them in the fall uh, and it's become bare. Yeah. After we get the beautiful color, they drop. Now, did you get beautiful color from your Japanese maple this year? Oh, with the rain, we had awesome, beautiful color. We totally enjoyed it. It was uh, in full uh, blossoming bloom color. But like I say, just the odd thing, uh, the leaves just never fell off. I know. It is odd. And it's funny. We have had one or two calls on this uh, in the last month or so for the same question. Like, what's going on? and. Why this has happened? It's got obviously it's got something to do with the weather. Because yep. for the leaves to drop, there's certain physiological conditions that have to be met. And the leaf, like you got to remember, the leaf is the part of the tree, and the tree is holding on to right. the leaf and photosynthesizing, and you know it's a very integral part of keeping and keeping the tree alive, but also right. allowing it to get bigger and grow, et cetera. It's all based on leaves. Well, right. something happened this fall where the the leaves. Um, did not form what's called an abscission layer, so it's it's where cells ah. actually die, and allow the leaves to drop without causing any d- any damage to the plant. And it right. is very weather dependent for this to happen.
3: Right. So uh, well, that's good to know. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not, I can't believe that every Japanese maple in all of southern Ontario suddenly died this fall. I think what we're going to find <laughs> is that when the new growth starts in the spring, it will force off all the old growth and right. we'll, we'll have dry right. brown leaves all over the place then. And, Beautiful. Uh, but, yeah, it does look odd, and, um, you know, it's a good thing we haven't had any real heavy dumps of snow because we would have had some damage to the Japanese maples because they would have yes. caught all that snow. So, yes. you know, it's good. It's just been nice and light snow, and it looks great. But, yeah, it, it, it's so far, we're, it, it's very odd. I tell you, I haven't seen a single defoliated Japanese maple, and I have seen hundreds in the last few months. So, yeah. Right, right. Okay, so don't very worry. Very interesting. Very, yeah. very
1: interesting.
3: Okay, well, thank you so much. And listen, to the both of you, a Merry Christmas to
1: you and your family. Thank you so much. And you thank too. You, thank and you. you. Yes, right. nice? Uh, can I just steal just a smidge of time here, just to here? Well, give my, you, my, yeah, uh, of course. Sh- you want to tell plug. us?
2: Well, first, tell, well, you yeah. were going to tell us about when you were 17. Was <laughs> more you wanted to tell yes. us about that well, first yeah. radio job?
1: Yeah, well, I went to another radio station called... They threw you uh, out of the first that's one, right. obviously. I couldn't <laughs> hold a job. CKTB in St. Catharines, where I, in 1978, wrote a story for the kids, mm-hmm. and it's called The Day the Welland Canal Monster Met Santa, mm-hmm. and it's going to be on the air between two and three. This afternoon, I'm uh, going to be.
2: You're doing a reading, yeah, a little
1: reading. Of that yes, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be fun. So, it's always fun. It's a great yeah. book. Well, thank you, thank you. But just between kind of two pre- and
2: three. How long? Right. How long does it's it take? Twenty five minutes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's somewhere in between two and three. You, you ha- Twenty five minutes. You okay. got it okay.
1: All, right. All Alrighty. right. get my bell ringing arms got to be working nice. out again here. Hey, that's for Donna, who's somewhere in the area south, south of, of Guelph, Aberfoyle. Yeah, maybe. Let's find out. Hi, <laughs> good morning. Welcome to the show.
4: Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Donna. I'm calling with a problem regarding our boxwood plant. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a quick update, we we have a three-year-old planting of approximately 70 boxwood uh, that form a major part of our garden design. Mm -hmm. And uh, recently, uh, as I became more and more concerned about them, I took a sample to the University of Guelph
2: lab. Good idea.
4: Yes, and and they've determined what the problems are, at least to some extent, but um, no, they don't give next steps or recommendations. One of the problems is that the bark is rotting uh, around the soil line. Oh. Oh, my. Um, That Now, I only pulled up one plant in its entirety, although I took cuttings from many, but um, we're suspicious that that is happening in the crown area uh, on the majority of them. It's just too late in the year to dig around and and really get a good look uh, down at the soil line, but we also have boxwood leaf miner, Mm -hmm. and so... I, well, I, I have two concerns. One concern is that we're going to lose this expense of planting, mm-hmm. which involves thousands of dollars. Um, but we have a lot of older, mature boxwood throughout our gardens, and I'm afraid the leaf miner might um, go there. But anyways, I'm just open to any thoughts or ideas
1: Hmm. <clears throat> You've you provided a very thoughtful and perplexing look on Charlie's face. <laughs> I <gotta tell> you. <laughs> I'm
4: not very happy about it. I'm not it, surprised. It represents a big part of our latest yeah. garden design, and um, yeah. I don't think it's looking very promising. Mm.
2: So tell me, do you typically do, put any winter protection around these boxwoods? No. Put, not at all. No. And what direction, like, what, are they getting much wind, much snow? What are they exposed to? <sighs>
4: Well, we have them um, at the back of the house, the front of that. We have boxwood everywhere. We have a parterre garden that's Mm -hmm. boxwood that's Mm -hmm. probably 25 years old. Um, The boxwood are all over. Uh, So different, we are relatively sheltered. We live on a a farm, but we're relatively sheltered. Uh, An awful lot of mature trees everywhere.
2: Mm Hmm. So, yeah, so you've had Boxwood on the property for for 25 years plus, and now you've added in, like you said, three years ago, a whole bunch of plants. No problem
4: ever. It's just with the new planting. And this problem, I wish I had jumped on it sooner, but I believe
2: it's been happening gradually for, uh, you know, a year or two. Yes, unfortunately. And probably the original... Planting that was done, obviously, by some professionals for you, would have had some kind of a guarantee on it.
4: Yes, just for one year, and I, I you know, I've missed that boat. So, yeah.
2: Um, and were they a company that you could go back to for advice? Well, I have done that, okay, and
4: and they scratched their head; they oh. had no ideas. It's it's a uh, you know a reputable mm-hmm. uh, company, and they suggested that I take a sample right. into well. the university. And uh, I haven't talked to them since. So um, did the
2: university identify what they felt? Like they told you that the, um, they felt like you, they, you had taken a whole plant and the bark was all cracked around soil level, so at the crown. Yes. And so they suggested there might be a, something coming from the soil or or nematodes, or did they say... They,
4: they didn't. They They didn't give a cause for it. I asked if you know, possibly uh, because mulch was laid down and the mulch was close to mm. the uh, to the crown area, uh, could the mulch have uh, been too deep, too high, too close, you know, mm. uh, holding moisture in there? Um, could they, I'm wondering if they might've been planted too deep, I don't know.
2: Yeah, see mm. that's the thing, you're yeah. right. It, you know, that is important. When boxwood are typically grown in a pot at the nursery, <clears throat> when they go in the ground, of course, we want that those soil surface levels to match. Mm-hmm. Or, if anything, we plant a little bit high when we plant things because we know they're going to settle and drop down a tiny bit. Right. Um, unfortunately, boxwood is susceptible to an awful lot of different th- things. Um, and there is a, even a virus that started up a few years ago. So, I tell you what, Donna, leave this with me and I'll see if I can sort of sort this out. But, b- keeping in mind that the last two seasons have been highly stressful, this Past yes. one, of course, it was such a cold spring and such a wet spring summer. and summer. Oh my God. Right, we saw a lot of mildew problems, a lot of fungal problems, and of course that can, you know, devastate and kill plants. The right. year before, we were so hot and so dry that you know yeah. drought was Extremes. an issue. Yeah, that, that's do you, true. Do you have irrigation on this boxwood at all, or do you I'm water? sorry, do I what? Do you have an irrigation system, or do you water no. by hand? No.
4: Um, when when it was a new planting, uh, you know, we're on a well here, but all I right. did. I did uh, water sufficiently in the first uh first uh you know year or so and then last uh you know with having so much rain mm-hmm. this spring oh, yeah. and summer um, yeah. um no I know water required water this year all.
2: no I was just thinking about the year before like 17 was wet but 16 was dry mm-hmm.
4: that's so the, right mm-hmm. well I did I did do some watering okay. um uh now at the university did mention that there is um, a minor amount of fungus. They said it's secondary, It, you know, with mm-hmm. the leaves already being stressed with the leaf minor, mm-hmm. um, that there was a little bit of um, All right. fungus or whatever.
2: All right, so thanks, Donna. Leave it with me. I'm going to see what I can find out, and we are here again next week, so yep. I will do yep. my best to report back what I think is going on and what I would suggest your best next steps Well, I steps appreciate are.
4: that, and I guess my biggest concern is how do I keep it from going to all the established boxwoods?
2: Right, there's that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, I've written that scribble. I've scribbled that note in my book. Okay. Thank you. You have given the thank homework you. assignment to Trump. Yes, I guess. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Yeah. I do have a week off from teaching teaching well, in the college. Well, there you go. My one whole week off, and yeah. now I'm taking on homework. There you go. What a nutcase. Okay, thanks,
1: Donna. Yeah, and, uh, and we're Merry gonna Christmas. Be, uh, we're going to be back in just a moment to talk to Marilyn, another first-time caller out there in Ancaster. like it. And like a weather report from Ancaster, so get uh, prepared. The with all the there. meteorological terms, you know, <laughs> that we have to use. Uh, meantime, you are listening to The Garden Show here from Zoomer Radio, AM 740, 96.7 FM in downtown Toronto.
0: Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And the sous chef of
1: the garden, Frank Proctor, saying, "Good morning, and welcome to the show, Maryland first-time caller from Ancaster. Hey, welcome! Hi,
7: hi, hi there. Good morning, Charlie, and good morning, Frank. Good. What's morning. going on at your place? Well, I've got three amaryllis that were sent to me mm-hmm. uh, for for Christmas. Nice. Uh, they're about twelve inches high. Uh, one has come out and bloomed. I've got four blooms on it. Nice. And every day you see, them, you see something happen every single time you turn around. That's amazing. They're in wax.
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen those.
7: Have you heard of this before? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I've seen that. It's interesting. They so only it's bloom a, once? It's a naked bulb. Yeah, it'd be hard to... Well. Uh, I can't remember whether you... Generally, when a plant has been somewhat abused, as these are somewhat abused... So the bulb is actually encased in wax. Oh, forget. So you can see the bulb. It's not in soil. It's not in a pot. No, it's uh, not. And it's, it's, it makes it kind of a special you Are you watching
1: this thing grow as you are hard to hear it, you. Sorry, it? yeah...
2: uh, uh, Marilyn's having trouble hearing us. we got to talk louder, I guess. Uh, But bottom line is, enjoy the flowers, and I wouldn't even try to get them. But if you want to try and get them to grow next year, you're going to do some warm water to melt some of that wax off, and then you're going to plant the the bulbs into potting soil after they're finished blooming. They will have leaves on them at that point.
7: Yeah. And what about those little uh, the seeds that are inside? Like you know, when, when they open up like
2: that. Well, yeah, they're they, they will they will pollinate themselves and they can produce seeds. But I'll tell you, to grow an amaryllis that flowers from a seed is a very long-term, multi-year okay. project.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The seed. I don't think I'll try that. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone's yeah. got the patience yeah. for that. No, because the seed will just grow you a little tiny plant, and you've got to oh, grow yeah. over and over and over the little tiny plant to the to get the big fat bulb that's what they All do right, so in if Holland I, if
7: I took the wax off
2: after <laughs> yes that's your challenge and, is getting the wax off and uh, what I do I put it in uh, put it in dark for a while or just try, try no, and put no, it the pot. let it grow. It's got to grow, grow, grow right through till next fall. No oh, okay. sleepy time till next fall. It's got to, you've got to get the wax off. You've got to get it in sunshine, in soil, so roots can grow and photosynthesis can take place with the leaves that are going to be there, which will then fatten up the bulb again to produce flowers next winter. Ah. So you keep
7: the leaves on, or do you keep Correct. the leaves Leave off? Correct.
2: Leave the leaves on. Put Leave it in the, the sun. On. Let it be a green plant after it finishes flowering. Okay. Okay. So maybe I'll give that a try. All so right, mark let that us in know. your calendar.
1: I, I don't know when you should call back in to give us a report on that. Probably a year. <laughs> but don't don't wait for that. You know, go, no. call again. Yeah. Okay.
7: Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you, Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for
1: both of you. Thank Thank you very kindly. Very kindly, indeed.
2: All All right, so I'm just showing Frank here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, I see that. So you see, so it's a naked bulb. Yeah. How Uh, about that? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Um, Well, good luck getting
1: the wax off.
2: That's the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. that's part of it is can Mm. you do that?
1: Uh, Off to Burlington we bounce. There's Joan. Hey, good morning, Joan.
2: Welcome to the show.
8: Good morning, good morning. How are you both? Excellent. How are you? I am well. I am well. Good. I'm jumping ahead now to spring, and I'm asking uh, impatience, how are they doing? Because I know for a few years they've not been very good.
2: Has there been any improvement? Are you one of those people who loved your impatience and you're missing them like crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not alone because impatience was the number one bedding plant for many, many years. Such I a went gr- from impatience
8: to begonias, and I like them
2: both. Yeah. So for now, I would stick with the begonias. The 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 um downy mildew mm-hmm. that attacked all the impatience that we know and love I know, has yeah. still not been sorted out. Oh, all they've been able to do is m- mess around a bit with these sunshine impatience mm-hmm. uh, and make them a little more shade tolerant and make them. More more familiar to us so that they look more like our familiar impatience. Mm -hmm. So there is one out there, a series out there called the bounce impatience. Mm -hmm. They are sunshine or New Guinea impatience, but they look a lot like the old familiars. So the Bounce series seems to do well, no issues with them going down because the downy mildew doesn't touch them, but the ones that we knew and loved, Impatience Walleriana, is not being grown, and I'm not sure when it ever will be grown again.
8: Now, will these Sunshine Impatience do okay in partial shade?
2: Yes. They won't do perfectly, they won't give you a lot of flowers in deep shade, but they certainly will give you flowers in partial
8: yeah, because I get about two and a half hours in the
2: morning another two and a half oh, hours in the late day. Yeah. So, sunshine should do all right in there. Um, and like I say, the Bounce series looks like, you know, it's got just plain green leaves, no variegation. And the flowers come in multicolors, like mm-hmm. we, you know, the whites, the pinks, the purples that we, we always planted in the past. Mm-hmm. So... Um, uh, consider that, or go with what you've been having—you know, fun with, which mm. is the begonias, which are excellent Mm-mm. in the shade. I like coleus as well. A little bit of pruning and pinching on occasion, just because they'll get so big. But yeah, otherwise, you
8: really have to look after the coleus th- I found.
2: Yeah, and they need a bit of water on occasion. Begonias are great because you don't have to worry about watering them either. That's
8: right. Yeah. That's right. And the closer together you plant them, the the less weeds are inclined to.
2: Exactly. Or, uh, go in between. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your call, and Merry Christmas. And
8: Merry Christmas, and enjoy the
2: holidays. All
1: righty. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be wandering back to have a word with Wanda in just a couple of moments. and uh, I see your friend Rick, Rick has out. called. Yes. Rick from White River will join us uh, toward the end of the show. <laughs> and so we're looking forward around.
2: to his weather report. Oh,
1: yeah. What's it like in White River oh, right now? Oh, my gosh, <laughs> We'll find out. Zoomer Radio, AM 740, The Garden Show, on the air.
3: Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and fox clubs, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet
0: williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, Charlie, we're off to Scarborough. There's Wanda. Good morning
1: and Merry Christmas, Wanda.
9: Good morning, Charlie and Frank. Good morning. Happy Christmas to you, too. Thanks. they certainly looking Christmassy out there. I know. Yeah, I was given just... a beautiful poinsettia plant. Uh huh. And it also has some little sprigs of uh, evergreen.
2: Mm-hmm.
9: Now, what's happening is the, the lower branch close to the evergreen is wilting.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think these cute little planters are kind of designed as short-term planters. F- number one, make sure you do not water that plant unless you feel the soil and the surface of the soil is feeling dry. Likely what's happening is that you're loving this plant so much you're giving it little drinks every day or too often. No. And it's, no?
9: No. Like last year I was given one mm-hmm. that I still have alive, that's healthy and still has... Two red leaves.
2: Okay. So if you, f- now, how often are you watering this plant?
9: I dunk it once a week. Oh, okay, and in is water. It, is it dry
2: when you do that dunking?
9: Well, it seems to take up quite a bit of water.
2: Okay, and, and you I'm let
9: it-, it the same way I did the one that's still. Thriving,
2: right? But I'm wondering if those little red, those little evergreen boughs are having some impact. I are, are, think so. Do you think there are little plants in there, or do you think they're just little boughs that are stuck into the soil? Well,
9: I pulled it out, and they're just little boughs, and they're about um, oh, not not quite a half an inch.
2: Right, but no roots on them. No. So you know what? Get rid of them. Pull them out. Let the poinsettia get some air circulation, get some sun, uh, and continue with your care that you suggested you're doing. And But do... Maybe if you're going to do that thorough of a watering, which is great, uh, you may want to go to 10 days on that instead of every week, just depending on how warm the temperatures are. You know, it hasn't been sunny. When we get a lot of sun coming in our windows, it's much different on the plants than all this overcast weather we've had the last week or so. So the plants, our indoor plants just don't use as much water. And remember, we just Mm -hmm. had the shortest day of the year. <clears throat> Again, not a lot of photosynthesis, not a lot of growth when it's this much darkness. So The rest
9: we, of the plant seems to be doing fine. Yep, yeah. yeah. Where the evergreens are, and I thought maybe I better just take them Yeah,
2: out. it sounds like you should just take them out, stick them in the compost, and let the poinsettia be free. Good night. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Wanda. Thanks for calling. Thank you for taking my... Uh, Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas to you. Um, Hey, uh, a chap who uh, checks in with us from time to time, Mm -hmm. and I'm delighted uh, just before Christmas we get a chance to get a weather report and a question probably from Rick in White River. Hey, Rick, good morning. Merry Christmas. Happy... Same to you
3: guys. (laughs) (laughs) Merry
2: Christmas.
3: We've got lots of snow. Lots of snow up here. How much? Well, last night, I got about four inches last night. Whoa. Is it yeah. snowing now? Sort of.
2: Yeah, it's just started yeah. here.
3: Well, we got about over a foot, too.
2: Nice. Yeah. It's got What's the
3: temp skis like out there? Oh, right now. I saw nine degrees. Oh, what? Minus nine. Oh, minus nine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but,
2: but it's going to be really cold, well, quite cold for us next week. I wonder if you're going to get that cold coming yes.
3: through. it's calling for a terrible yeah, well, stay warm. They,
2: they call that a Siberian low or something. <laughs> I mean, here it's going to be wind chills in the minus twenties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, So up there, it's just going to be yeah. minus twenty. It's Canada, Canada. Yeah,
3: yeah that's right. <laughs> I got a hibiscus. Uh huh. I want to cut back, but I want to get roots growing on them. Okay what what should you do to do that
2: uh if you could cut it back today and you could take those cuttings and stick them in either some, water. some yeah water or moist vermiculite or something like that yeah. But it's going to take, if you do that now, it's going to take quite a while to see some roots. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it depend if you can wait, if you don't need to cut it back today, no. I'd wait till sort of the end of February. Okay. And then do whatever kind of radical cutting back you want to do. Oh, yeah. And then keep whatever you've cut off. And, of course, tip cuttings are the best. Two, three to four inch tip cuttings. Remove yeah. lower leaves. And, again, into the water. Make sure you got buds down into the water. And you should get roots within Three to four weeks if, in March. Lots it? of sun, right? Oh, good. Should okay. I put a, a hormone? All you'll always get roots faster if you use a rooting hormone. You do, eh? Yeah. Oh. Stuff works. Yeah. I'm just curious, Rick, what's the population
1: of White River? <laughs> well, there's a couple animals,
3: <laughs> including me. It's <laughs> for about a 1,000 people right now. All right. There there so go. would you have
1: a garden center close by to buy vermiculite and stuff Online. like that? Online. Would you buy online? Well, no. You go to home hardware.
2: Oh, yeah? Okay. Some, yeah. Some,
1: you get lucky sometimes.
3: Good <laughs> <You know. laughs> stuff. But uh, we've got a gold mine opening up here.
2: Oh, yeah, good
3: for you. Oh, down. excellent. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, well, Frank's a quite or, an investor. He may want to know more about that <laughs> gold mine. He might. Well, it's,
3: it's a pretty hot deal. <laughs> well, I'm sure hey, it is. There you are. Okay. It, the,
2: when they're opening, they're always a hot deal. That's a great idea. you, you
3: building a smelter. Really? Yes.
2: Oh, I don't even think. Yeah, I don't. There's no smelters in Heart Ontario gold. that I know of. It's called Heart Gold. Heart Gold. Heart Gold. it down. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm writing it down
1: too. The best. You know. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, listen, Rick. All the very best to you, yeah. and a very Merry Christmas to you and
2: the family. Stay warm. Up
1: there. Oh yes, thank you very
3: much, and God bless
2: you. And you okay. too. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Wow,
1: look at that.
3: There the show is
2: I know. Like,
1: a half a minute left. There
2: we were thinking we were just you and me. We're going to spend an hour boring each other. <laughs> yeah. And instead, and, yeah. some people intervened and yeah. we got to listen Saved to them. Saved ourselves from boredom. Exactly. Oh, so thanks, um, thanks that. everybody, for calling. I know everybody's busy. We're baking and cooking. And I know I'm delivering and yeah, picking up yeah. and doing all kinds of things today. So everybody, be safe. Yep. you out on the roads. Drive carefully. We've got some crazy weather going on. So slow it down. Don't be in thanks. a hurry. Exactly. Yeah. enjoy your family enjoy your friends it's not about the presents that's what frank said <laughs> yeah that's right he's right so merry christmas everybody and remember the days are getting longer spring is coming yes, yes yes
0: see you all again next week this has been an exclusive podcast of the garden show with charlie Dobbin. heard every saturday morning at nine on zoomer radio the new am 740